Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. I wonder if we think enough about our Christian witness. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about maintaining a consistent Christian light in the midst of a dark, sinful world. I mean, when a person who is not a follower of Christ sees us, I mean, when they watch our work habits or when they listen to us speak or when they look at our posts on social media, would they be able to recognize us as a follower of Christ? Or would they be able to see such a significant difference in us that uh, we would be recognized as a true Christian or a follower of Christ? Or would they see us no different than them or anyone else who does not follow Christ? Maybe I should also ask if we even care if people see the difference. Well, we should care. Because when we come to Christ, the Bible says that we've been called out of darkness and into the light. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says that if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. In other words, we have a new heart. And our minds are transformed so that we have new thinking. And our goals in life have changed from being self-centered to kingdom of God-centered. So that now we're not just living for the things of this world and the things this world has to offer, but for what God offers and his purpose for our lives. And I could go on and on about how Christ changes us when we meet him. But the point is that when we meet Christ, we're changed from the inside out, and we should want others to experience that same change. But if the outside doesn't reflect the inside, then what does that say about the inside? Has there really been any change at all? You see, the outside can't reflect the values and the goals and the behavior of the world if the inside has been changed and cleansed and redeemed by the Lord. And the opposite is also true. If the inside is still polluted with sin, then the outside will always reflect that reality. Sometimes, you know, people will say, well, I can live any way I want to live. Why should I care about what other people think? Well, when you're a child of the king, you have to act like a child of the king. And a child of the king lives at a higher level, displaying a higher degree of integrity and virtue, of love and a godly behavior. And it's because that a king, in God's case, his desire is to also bring others into his kingdom and also make them his children. But... What would entice others to want to be in God's kingdom if they don't see any difference in our lives than is reflected in their own life? There would be no incentive whatsoever to want what we have. You see, if we love God and if God has really made a difference in our lives, then it's natural that we'd want others to experience that too. And that's why Jesus said that we're to live as light and salt in the world. Light draws people to Christ. And the salt adds flavor. So, if we were to if we're to reflect the light of Christ, then we're to live in such a way that they can see the flavor or the value in living for Christ. I see so many people who call themselves a Christian live so much like the world that you would never be able to see the difference. 
I see them post pictures on social media that are not a reflection of the values of Christ, but the values of a sinful world, and it greatly concerns me. I don't think they even consider the message they're sending to the world about who they are, and I think it must grieve the heart of God. So, how do we live in such a way that we maintain a strong Christian witness? Well, the Bible is going to help us today as we look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In this passage, the Apostle Paul outlines how he had an impact for the gospel during his short visit in Thessalonica. And he's going to show us six elements of an effective Christian influence. Number one is that he had a determination to declare the gospel. He says in verse 2, But though we had already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. Well, obviously, uh, he has been faced with tremendous obstacles in Thessalonica. And we face obstacles today in sharing the gospel, don't we? I mean, there are the external forces of people who hate to see uh, Christ's light and a world that increasingly is out of step with the truths of the Bible. But we also face internal fears like being ridiculed or even messing up. But I want you to know that you don't stand alone, but that Christ is always ready and present to empower us by the Spirit in sharing the good news. Jesus said that, that he'll be with us to the end of the age. We just need to be willing and determined to be a good example for Christ, to refuse to bow to the standards of this world, and to even share the gospel with people when the opportunity expresses itself. And I think that when we determine to live for Christ, that there will be a natural opportunity to share the gospel, because people will want to know what makes a difference in our lives. Secondly, Paul had a deep sense of calling. He said in verses 3 and 4, For our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any uh, attempt to deceive, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak. In other words, it wasn't error that led him to share Christ with others. It wasn't impure motive to gain power or influence, but he told others about Christ because of his identity. He was called by God to do so. Now, this is convicting because we know about the gospel, but do we live with a sense of calling to share with others? You see, Christ has entrusted us with a precious gift, which is a good news. In fact, he calls us the ambassadors of Christ, and that should motivate us to want to value it and want others to hear about it. It should give us a deep sense of calling so that we don't spoil it in any way by our behavior or by our words. And then thirdly, Paul's desire was to please God alone. He said in verses 4 to 6, So we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. 
nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. You see, Paul isn't interested in pleasing people, getting glory from people. He only wanted to please God and glorify him. This world and our, our own flesh is going to tell us to stay hidden, to guard ourselves, to discount sin, to keep the gospel to ourselves, try to fit in and not look different. But you know, the gospel reminds us that we are different. We're lights in the world. We belong to the king of kings. We're accountable for our sin, and we're to live a godly and upright life before God and this world. And when we focus on pleasing God alone, we're not going to fear the world, and we're going to have a desire to live apart from the world, regardless of what they might say or think. Number four, Paul had a genuine love for people. He said in verses seven and eight, but we were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. And so being affectionately desire, desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you had become very dear to us. You see, you, you can see how Paul loves the Thessalonians. Uh, he's gentle with them. He wanted to spend time with them and share in their lives because they were dear to him. You see, if we want to influence people for Jesus, then we need to love them. And we need to love them self-sacrificially and generously. And then fifth, Paul was sensitive and blameless in his witness. He said in verses 9 and 10, For you remember, brothers, our labor and our toil. Uh, we worked night and day that we not, might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are our witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward uh, you believers. You see, Paul wasn't ashamed of work. He didn't depend on the Thessalonians for money, but he went to work so that he wouldn't become a financial burden on them. And this is a lesson for us. Our lives matter, and people are watching. If we want to have an effective Christian influence, we need to be sensitive to others and focus on personal holiness. As Peter said in 1 Peter 2, verse 12, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. In other words, we need to stand out from the world. They need to see something in us that's different and not, a, not in a bad way. When I graduated from high school, one of the, the parents of our class was having an after-graduation party uh, at their very large home. And when I arrived, I was surprised that the parent had also supplied all the booze for the party. I mean, these were 17 and 18-year-old kids, and it was freely, he was freely serving them all the alcohol they wanted. Well, when I got there, the parent asked me what I wanted to drink, as in alcohol, and I politely said that I'd just have a, have a pop. Well, that parent also happened to be my employer. And the next week at work, he came to me and said, you know, Mark, I really admire you and respect you for not drinking at the graduation party the other night. Wow. In other words, I became a light in a dark place. And someone took notice that I decided to live different from the world. 
Now, I don't know what kind of a difference it made in the lives of my fellow classmates, but I do know that they took notice and they knew that I was a Christian and lived different from the world. Then finally, Paul had a willingness to call others to obey the word of God. He said in verses 11 and 12, For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and you charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. You see, in Thessalonica, Paul did more than just share the good news of Jesus. He also had a passion for people's holiness. He wanted them to change their lives and follow Jesus and so he was willing to call them to obey. Now here's the catch. We'll have a greater influence on people's lives for Jesus if we ourselves live a holy life. And then we're not simply telling them to live a holy life, but we're encouraging them to live a holy life through our example. So you see, the reason Paul's life had such an impact is because it looked just like Jesus. And God uses people who live, and God, sorry, let me say that again, and God uses people whose lives look like Jesus. Does your life, does my life look like Jesus? Do other people see Jesus in us through our behavior, what we choose to participate in, and through what we talk about, and how we say it? I pray that we do, and that God will use us to influence others to want to be a part of his kingdom too. Let's maintain our witness for Christ. Thanks for, see, for listening today. I'll see you next week.